Welcome to this episode of the DCUFM's Summer Series Podcast. Um, hope you're enjoying so far and thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host for today. My name is Anna. I'm 19 for any of you who don't know me. I'm in DCU, obviously. Um, and yeah, I wanted to do this podcast. I'm very excited to say that I'm going to be talking with Kimberly O'Dor and Karen Casa. almost forgot her name. Um, <laughs> Uh, all about what it's like being black in Ireland and just the experience and just a disclaimer before we jump in um, we're not here to represent all the opinions of yeah. every black person in Ireland by any means or mm-hmm. the opinions of DCU or DCU of M but we're just here to have like a bit of a, a candid chat about what it's like to be black living in Ireland and yeah and answering some of your questions as well and um, any of you follow me on Instagram you'll know I reached out for any questions if you could ask a black person anything so we're gonna be answering do a little Q&A all about um any everything from Black Lives Matter and racism to like skincare and like hair care and so definitely stick around and just wanted to say a massive thank you so much to Kimberly and Karen obviously for coming on the show and ladies you want to like do a little intro maybe like just introduce yourselves for our listeners who don't know you and Kim do you want to start? Anna, thank you so much for having us. I'm Kimberly. I'm a nursing student in Trinity, and I'm going to be 19 years old in about a few days. <laughs> so I'm 18. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Karen. I am 19, and I'm from Uganda, and I've been in the country for five years, nearly five years. And yeah, I'm just living life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So without further ado, we jump right into our questions. So the first one is, have you ever experienced racism in Ireland? Um, I mean, I've actually experienced it from a very young age because it was like it was mostly happening in in and around my state where people would be making jokes. They wouldn't really let me play with them. They'd be saying, I don't want to repeat what they were saying, but they'd like to be throwing racial slurs at me. So it was kind of. And, like, the fact that I didn't really understand what they meant at that time was yeah. kind of, like, it was, you know, it was, obviously, I, I was confused, but I was, at the same time, I was just kind of hurt by it, because, like, you know, they wouldn't let me play with them, and I was like, well, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, then I, I remember asking, I remember asking my mom what the word, because, um, sorry, the day um, one of them called me the N-word, I, I didn't know what it meant, and I was, I was pretty young, and I asked my mom yeah. what it meant, and she kind of gave me a brief de- definition of it, and I was like, wow wow okay yeah. wow <laughs> so then yeah that's just kind of my earliest experience with it and then the rest is more just like stereotype like prejudice and everything it's not like, I, like after like I've never I don't think I've faced much discrimination I like I, at least not yet hopefully you know never mm. but um yeah that's just yeah but I've like I've faced a lot of like prejudice and oh there'd be like I feel like in secondary school I feel like a lot of people were just kind of ignorant Mm. and it's ignorance is obviously something that that can be cured by you know information 
but or sorry cured with uh, information but like i feel like with some people should know what and what they can't say or mm, do yeah especially at like an older age when you're going into what's called four fifty four fifth and sixth year and like the fact that some people would be saying things so freely as if it wasn't like offending anybody was just kind of like wow it's almost like a cool thing or like yeah, you're like oh I'm exactly, so badass exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. there's no there's nothing badass or cool about being racist or or, yeah, or, or prejudiced yeah, or stereotypical yeah. you know it's just it's just mm. rude yeah so it's, you experienced it kind of throughout your life yeah yeah yeah, really? yeah 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 even yeah. like even there would be t- oh my god there were times in primary school especially like when i i remember in sixth class i was like finally allowed to come back by myself by bus and um, i was walking home one time and there was it was there was literally one random person on a horse that shouted the n-word at me and i was like i didn't Seriously? do nothing mm-hmm. I, I didn't do anything and like like they, they were coming from behind me so they're, they're not even seeing my face but they already know that I, obviously they, you know I'm walking they can see kind of see my skin my skin color but like it's like you, I, don't, I don't even have to do anything for to be called the word it's just shouted at me for no reason like yeah yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like what am I I'm like I'm literally doing nothing to exactly. you exactly like yes. how am I impacting you and mm-hmm. like do you feel exactly. like you have the right to just like exactly yeah, exactly single me out yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry. That's it's awful. you know yeah. it's it's happened. It's happened. I'm just praying that it doesn't happen to my children because that's a different story. You can insult me. I mean, you can't, but you you know you still do it. But you will not come after my children. That's where the sticks are thrown. That's where the rocks are chopped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, that must be really like difficult. You know, especially like I say, because you know you've grown up here. Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, would you consider Ireland like your home? It, yeah. I wouldn't just consider it is my home like yeah. Ireland is yeah. my home I know no, no other place that you know yeah, yeah. is but um, like obviously like, you know the way like there was a point where I was really oblivious to kind of like obviously since started, like since I started at a, very, at a very young age like I was oblivious to some things before I knew what these certain things meant mm. and it was like I never like this is like as you said it's my home so like I never like saw myself as an outsider or someone who okay, you know was yeah. Like different yeah. to these other people. Like I would just see a group of say you know people of different races, different colors, and I'd be like, okay, we're just we're just all here. But I didn't, I never actually thought in my mind that people could see this group and be like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, they're oh different. yeah, they're different. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're not. Yeah, yeah part, like, they're not like me. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. my blackness never was never like a pro, like to a make stand out. exactly yeah, like a prominent, yeah, like a yeah. jarringly prominent thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I remember even going into secondary school um uh, when we were doing the entrance exams like my mom walked in to give me give me like 20 pens and she the one of the first things she said was kim you were the only black person in this hall and you know i feel like at first i just kind of like chuckled i was like Meh, okay but i didn't think like i wasn't really aware of like what that means what that to meant to, mm. exactly exactly and like my mom would always like growing up, my mom would always tell me things like, "Oh, you're not the same. You're different." Like she'd say that she she still says that she's like, "You know, you know, you're not the same as these people." This and I, I would never like I was ne- I never knew what she meant because I was still young and she'd be like, "I was like, we're, we're the same age. We go to the same school. Mm-hmm. This that this that." But like as I as I grew older, I was like starting to realize that it's deeper than that. Because she would mention certain things, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so it's a racial thing. It's a racial thing." Yeah. But, um, and why do you think she did that? Why do you think because she distinguished? I feel like she was kind of she had the mentality. She has the mentality of like it's better prepared than oblivious. Yeah. So like, if you kind of go into something knowing that something bad will happen, 
you'll be better you'll be more vigilant mm-hmm. rather yeah. than like kind of going to something like you know really yeah. oblivious and then making you know facing the consequences of mm. or you know just kind of facing something awful you know and just being yeah, really hit by yeah. it mm-hmm. that's so awful that parents would have, have to, to almost prepare their children exactly. to feel like an outcast exactly from a young exactly. age like tell them they are almost. exactly yeah. like even with my brother and when he's going to hang out with his friends because you know the way there's so many stories of um and um, when like say if there's one black individual who has a, a load of group of, like a group of white friends and like you know there's there've been many stories where you know the black person at the end of the night or day would just end up dying because like one of the mm. group members killed them or something mm-hmm. which is awful and like every time my brother would go out with his group of guy friends obviously the majority of them are white and um, she'd be warning him like not obviously not as much as she'd be warning me because ah, <laughs> but like she'd yeah, be warning yeah. him just be warning us every time and she'd be kind of asking oh who are they where, who, are, who are their parents where are they from you know mm-hmm. like you have to kind of she's trying to get like she doesn't want, want yeah. to outright ask are they white so she just kind of, <laughs> kind of like yeah, ask deeper yeah. deeper questions kind of find out and, like i feel like I, I feel like that's why she's more comfortable with me kind of going out with like more my more um like my more like say like with Addie Doyne or like with mm. Sinead or with you like other black people exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like she's I feel like she's more comfortable and um, with me going out with them than with my white friends and I like it just oh it's it's exhausting yeah, it's exhausting yeah. all because of my skin color I know. because of the yeah. way I was born like oh yeah, god Jesus yeah what about you Karen have you ever experienced racism in um I want to start off by saying that like however small or like however big an act of racism is it's like it's going to leave its mark exactly yeah like however because i remember the f- like i'd never experienced any racism mm. before because like i was living in a predominantly like black country like african country mm. and like you know we had like for we like we loved like i don't want to say we loved all foreigners but like every country has its prejudices i have mm. to say so you know like but i never grew up thinking that you know these i'm better than these people in fact yes, it was like the yes. opposite yeah. like we all wanted to be white and we all wanted to be like you know like these really? other foreign people because like they had fairer skin or whatever yeah. but like to the question of whether i've experienced racism like my earliest experience would uh, would be i was walking i think i've told you the story before i was walking um via Fa- like on fairview road mm-hmm. like you know fairview and then i was just minding my business and this is like had had barely been three months into the country so I was just minding my business and then this old man, like, you know, he, he, he like faces me and he says, hello, little monkey. Like, what? I was just like, I, just, I was like, in my head, I just remember thinking, what have I done to you? <laughs> like, why would you say that? And like, what really got me is like, you know, when we think of, especially in my community where I come from, when you see an older person, like, you know, you, you like, we, we, we have like so much respect for like the elderly because, you know, we think like they're like this, but who have you know, who, who are really wise and, like, they know so much about life that we don't know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, he said what he said, yeah. I was like, but I haven't done anything to you. Exactly. Like, I haven't been in your way and I haven't even done anything to re- disrespect you. So that really hurt me. Yeah. It really yeah. all shows the meaning of prejudice. Like, pre, yeah. pre, like, you get to know, like, it's just like, what have I, like, I've literally never met you before and you feel, yeah. like, exactly. entitled to do this. Yeah, and you know, like, when something bad happens and then it feels like it sets off, like, a domino and like in, I remember like that same time, a lot of like, you know, these kind of like uh, bad experiences were happening. Like one time I would be, I was walking to the gym and then these two boys, like these two teenagers, they just started, you know, like making like, you know, I don't know, like monkey noises at me while I was wow. trying to go to the gym. And then like, you know, a few days later, 
it was just like a lot of things happening and i remember one time i was playing again in fairview i was like you know the fairview park mm-hmm. i was just there playing basketball and then these two girls started filming me and they was they, you know they were like saying they, like they were mimicking a jamaican accent at me and then i was a jamaican try- yeah. yeah and i was like and then they started running after me i was like trying to like get away from them and then they were running after me still recording me like making fun of me and you know such things like they make you they make you feel like you know it's something about you that makes you prone to people like to make fun of you you think it's your fault yeah you think it's your fault i remember like a lot of those days i didn't want to go out of the house and then my mom would be like do you not want to go for a walk? Do you not want to go here? And mm-hmm. I just feel like, no, I just want to stay at home. Mm-hmm. I just want to stay at home, you know? Because yeah. I didn't know how... I had never experienced anything like this before. And like my mom said, if you bust out, if you get angry, people are going to, you know... And like, you know, if you get angry and like hit someone or do something, you'll easily go to jail. Those so I was like, yeah. I'm going to stay at home. Yeah. And then like most experiences have just been... I don't want to say out of racism, but like out of ignorance. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember like the, the one time before I came to like live here, I came to visit because my mom was living here. So we, we went to a friend's house. Like she had, she had a friend who was really old. She was like in her 90s. So, you know, she was showing me around her house and then we sat in her sitting room and then she was like, this is a television. It shows images. Wow. <laughs> see, this is the remote. This is how you, you see those images. That's the television. I was like, um, I kind of know what a TV is. <laughs> but of course, I didn't say it to her. Yeah. You know, I, I, I entertained it as well. I was like, oh my God, this is what they call a TV. Oh, I, knew, no. like, I knew it was coming from a place of ignorance. Like, I didn't know it was coming from a place of ignorance. She wasn't back trying then. to be like, harmful yeah. or abrasive. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like, some people are like, you know, if you've grown up in one place and like, you don't know what, it, what it's like out there, of course, you're going to think like, you know, people don't know how, exactly. as much as you do. So, mm, yeah. yeah. Jesus, God. it just shows like it does. So, like, would you say racism is a thing in Ireland for sure? Definitely. Yeah. Like, it's not as prominent as America. Obviously, it's not as bad, but it's there, mm-hmm. and that's what people ha- like, especially with the with the height of this whole black the Black Lives Oh my God, the, with the height <laughs> of the Black Lives Matter movement, people, um, you know, they've seen everything going on in America, and then they see Irish people black irish people reposting things reposting things and they're like mm. it's not even that bad in here yeah. irish is, it doesn't irish is, matter if it's not that bad it's, it's still there, there. Yeah. it's yeah. still there and because it's not as bad doesn't mean it's not bad yeah. mm. you know because if we keep that attitude then it could get you know that to that bad. level yeah. exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. even if the the moment you came to the country it was happening to you it was happening to me from a young age. Mm. Like it's happening. It's just it's not being filmed, or it's like kind of like a peer thing. Or it's like mm-hmm. it's just not really. There's no attention drawn like drawn to it, so, which is why so many people think that's not there. Especially people who like don't obviously experience like like people of different races would just kind of like mm. be like, oh yeah, it's not. You know, like some white people have told me that yeah, no, it's not that bad. Blah blah. blah. But like, how are you supposed to know it's not that bad when mm-hmm. you don't face it? Yeah, you know, you, you don't you, experience yeah, it. Yeah. And I feel like for you, Kimberly, it must have been like really hard. Like for someone born here, like Mm. hello, but like that's that's the that's what really got me. Mm. That's what really got me. Like I was born in the country. Mm -hmm. My mother gave birth to me on this land, and I'm still not a part of the land. You know, it's like like I mean, obviously I am a part of the land, but like in certain people's eyes, I will never be Mm -hmm. because I'm brown, I'm black, 
I'm, I'm just darker, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like you're not even... Because one of the questions is, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Or like, do you... What do you think of the whole concept of being colorblind? Like, do you think... Mm-hmm. Do you ha- do you identify as a black person, as um, Irish? Do you... As black African? Uh, black... Well, not black American, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, do you... Like, it's how you see yourself. And like, do you feel included or do you feel on the edge? Because you said as from your younger age like you felt very much like you didn't know why people exactly. but like how, has that changed as you grow older definitely because like obviously as you grow older you become less naive and you your your eyes are open to more things and like you know i wasn't seeing that it's not as if it's not as if i wasn't seeing my blackness like it's like i'm not speaking neg- negatively I'm, I'm like i just wasn't seeing like the difference mm, like yeah i just saw almost like colorblind like but like yeah, yeah like yeah. Not, yeah like i just saw like obviously i knew that okay i'm brown like my mm. skin color is brown this skin color is white like I, I obviously could identify that like it was just it was purely innocent like it was literally just like sight it was i, w- I would just mm. see it and that was that but mm. i never thought that it was like oh because i'm this i'm this mm. or because i'm this we can't this or because mm-hmm. i'm this like you know yeah <sighs> It didn't have all the kind of weighted meaning. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then as I got older, you know, like there was a time, there was like, okay, in, I found out in college, like I really started to embrace my blackness because I was surrounded by more black people and like it was just kind of like a, mm-hmm. just like a, like a whole hype group, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But before it was never, it wasn't like I, I didn't, acknowledge my blackness or like acknowledge where i'm from or any of that it was just like i don't know how to describe it but like oh i just i need a brain to just <laughs> yeah you didn't see yourself as maybe like different or yeah 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 yeah, like yeah, that. yeah 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 whereas now is it that you see a difference but you embrace it exactly yeah. oh sorry you're just <laughs> no, too, don't too much of an intellectual <laughs> so sorry that's funny oh my no. god so have you when you say like you see see yourself you know different did you when before did you ever feel like you wanted to be because one of our questions is did you ever do anything to try and make yourself i guess more like white looking ah. or fit in like <laughs> you know, like relaxing hair skin <laughs> any thoughts on that or? oh my god I, I, I feel like a lot of black people especially um black people who didn't grow up around other black friends i feel like there has been a point I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to speak, I don't want to speak for everyone because obviously everyone's different, but like, I feel like with a lot of people, there has been a point in their childhoods, um, childhood where, um, they've kind of wished, oh, like, why is my hair straight like this? Or why is it my skin, doesn't my skin look like this? Or why don't, don't, don't I look mm. like this? And I, I've, you know, there was a time where I was like, oh, I wish my hair was like long and straight, like white people hair, you know, this, that, this, that. I, I just, like, I wish my hair, my, my eyes were just blue, like my friend's eyes are like mm. green, like, you know, just mm. different. I was just kind of taking yeah away yeah. from my who i am and obviously i was younger back then and you know what happened like it was what it was but you know i grew i saw sense and mm. i said you know what i like it i like who i am <laughs> i but cannot so change is the, it so it's the question about like trying to do anything to like oh sorry did you say try to do anything to change it or yeah to, or whatever oh. like just have you did you ever try to make yourself more white or oh. if you if you didn't what do you think of people who do relax their hair or like mm. to make it straight or you know use maybe change their accents to send 
what what are your thoughts on that or the, oh my god that's a quite like, lit- sorry it literally comes all the way down to my accent mm. i was even noticing with a lot of people that when i go like when we go into school mm-hmm. and like since i didn't know like many black children that, at that time like like talking to them now they'd be like oh yeah you know when you're going into primary school and you put on your irish accent mm-hmm. and then when you come back home you'd be you know you'd be like hello mm-hmm. mom you just have to start like you would you have to put an accent on so like people wouldn't really judge you for mm-hmm. it and, and you yeah. know and it's like small things like that and like oh i remember um also like when we have like in primary school we have like our no uniform days and stuff and like everyone would like come in like with no uniform and i mean obviously with their own clothes and <laughs> 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 um, and they like have the hair curled and straightened and everything but my hair was just it would just stick up mm-hmm. it wouldn't it was it wasn't there wasn't much movement yeah. and i'd be trying to like straighten it make it look a certain way mm-hmm. and uh, you know looking back now it's just like why did i need to do all of that obviously back then i saw that oh i wasn't like like everyone else i want to be pretty pretty like everyone else made, made up to the beauty standards but like now looking back it's just wow mm, yeah it's crazy it's mm. mad and you karen uh like for me it's never been like i've never had a struggle to like feel like you know i should be like white or anything because mm. you know i grew up in like but speaking solely from my experience of living yeah. here in ireland like i remember the first time i grew my like my hair I wanted to straighten it, not because I wanted to be, to have like white people hair. Yeah. It's just because like culturally where I come from, it's like very common for people to relax their hair because, you know, you, we want to like, there is this whole thing of like, you know, you want to mm. have like straight hair and like fair skin. So I had like, it was something that I had to try. Mm. So I wanted to like try like, you know, to, to relax my hair. Do you not think that the straight hair and um, fair skin um, desire came from the whole beauty standard of... It might, it might have. It yeah. might definitely have, because like you know, I was like I wanted to straighten my hair and like just see, just see how that looks. Yeah, yeah, but, no, I get you. Yeah, I just remember it. Not, like at the time, I didn't, I didn't want to be like, oh, I want to be like you know, like a white person. White person. But yeah. just like, I was like, this is a beauty standard that yeah, I have to try. Exactly. So it's like experimenting almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, I, I don't, ha- I don't remember like having any desire, really too much desire to, to like be, you know, yeah. to to be. Mm-hmm. and the whole relaxing hair thing like i would get where that question comes from because you know you're straining your hair you're taking the texture out you know it's Mm. just and hair is such a big thing in the black community especially like for black females really just just black community period like hair is such a big thing and um i feel like some people think that oh if you're straining your hair you're kind of like conforming to Mm. you know the beauty standards of society and everything Mm. but a lot of women relax their hair or shave their hair just for it to be more manageable. Yeah, definitely. Really? Is it is hard to manage? Oh my god, natural yeah. hair is... Really? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it, it takes so, so much time. That's why we keep it in the braids. Braids, exactly. Yeah. That's why we keep it in the braids. Really? People wear yeah. weaves, you know. Yeah. Not only is it a pr- protective style, but like it's so much more manageable. Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. dealing with your... Oh my god. You know you know like, when people, you, you call up your black, your black friend, like sometimes I'm like, Keeb, do you want to... And she's like, no, I have to wash my hair. Like, people don't understand. Yes, like, when yes. I have my When I have my yeah. natural hair out, I have to do, like, a whole wash routine, like, every week. Exactly. Like, every, maybe, like, every once every two weeks. Mm-mm. And, you know, I have to, so I have to wash it. And before I wash it, I have to, like, re- prepare it just to pre- be washed. Yeah, yeah, you have to pre-poo. Then <laughs> really? Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know any. Yeah, like, oh. personally, I, when I, so, so, say I have my braids out, I have to, like, brush it out because, like, we have this build-up. Build-up, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. Know, from, like, keeping it in the braids. So I have to take it out, take the braids out. Then I wash it, like, the next day. But before I wash it, I have to make, like, a... 
kind of like, like a the, mask or like a yeah, protein. Yeah, like a yeah, treatment. Yeah, so yeah. like how for my treatment, like I would use like eggs and mm. olive oil and then, you know, mix that and then put it in my hair. Yeah. And then before that, I have to put some rice, some rice water after oh, that. Oh, you no, know, the hair growth, oh, rice yeah, water method. Like, oh, by the way, the, the, eggs are, um, the, the eggs and olive oil are for strengthening the hair strands, yes. if you didn't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so all this stuff that, like, I guess, and, like, mm-hmm. from my experience, it's, like, oh, very much, like, a luxury. This is, like, a, you must it's, do. You must do, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Otherwise, your hair won't grow and it will be really brittle and, like, would just mm, You have to yeah. take care of your hair or it would just... Yeah. be dry and snap off yeah. Yeah. like uh, hmm. Hmm. what's your thoughts on white people wearing kind of traditionally black Ooh. like this i have Ooh. i have so much to say about this go for it first of all okay. i love when white people like try out like you know these kind of things like personally why because where i come from when like as you probably know i told you like ugandans well like growing up we just loved white people yeah i don't yeah. know because i like, i think because we thought like they were better than us because like really? b- yeah back home we like because i don't know we we like like tourists because we think they have like cool things that we don't normally see they have cool hair they have cool styles so when we see like i remember the first time a white person came to our school i was like can i take a picture with you and i remember just feeling their hair because i was like i had never seen like a person like this before so really? yeah wow. i was like wow oh <laughs> I, I remember just taking a picture with them and like smelling their hair and like what? touching their hair and like you know when when every time like we saw like a white person you know try like our like our like our african Sorry. wear or like you know when every time like we saw a white person like you know try to eat our food or act like us or you know have like our hairstyles we, we, we really embraced that because we, we felt like you know they were like you know they were like feeding their curiosity mm-hmm. at the same time you know trying to embrace our culture so that's why i'm awful you know white people do the dreadlocks do the braids do this do this you know like let's share the culture because i feel like stopping like white people from you know experiencing these things kind of creates like a it creates a barrier it's like mm-hmm. this is black this is white there is no in between you cannot like cross into our grounds which i feel like i find like it's very kind of a a bad defensive mechanism for black mm. people to have you know yeah yeah because i feel like yeah. we need to share the culture but let's just not really you know i feel like the reason why so many people are against like so, so some of the things you just said is because like when i was growing up obviously some of these things like some, the hairstyles the features and mm. everything were made fun of mm. and then now that they've become they've been they're like kind of being claimed they are trendy mm. you know yeah people yeah. are kind of you know angry because it's multifaceted you know you, mm-hmm. at first you were just kind of you know like it's like so ghetto kind exactly of. you're making fun of it you're mm-hmm. pointing at it laughing at everything and now you just kind of want to you, you not t- not take it for your own but just embrace what you were insulting if that makes sense it's, like, it's like almost being... adopt it and like exactly. put a spin on it and be like this is so edgy exactly yeah. exactly and that's that's the thing for a lot of like that's what a lot of people think and that's kind of sort of a thing for me as well mm-hmm. and i don't i feel like oh, because i've had many my friends come to me like oh like i don't want to be disrespectful i just really like the hairstyle and like when they say that to me i actually do f- like i like that i just the fact that they even asked mm-hmm. is just like you know they take it into consideration and everything they don't want to insult anybody they just really like you know the the culture and like the hairstyle like, just how it looks as well yeah and like they just kind of want to you know try it for the try it for themselves see how it is but um i mean saying that's like saying that like i, I don't represent the whole black community so course, it's like yeah, it's like it's just you know, your experience exactly yeah, yeah. so it's like 
you know, even them asking me, it's like, obviously, if I'm okay with it, some people might not be. And I have to tell some of these people, like, I have to, when I tell them this, like, I have to be truthful because, like, I'm not going to lie, like, black girls, when they see um, white people wear, like, wear braids or dreadlocks or just have, like, just, just kind of adopt some of these, like, some of these cultural, cultural elements, they do kind of give a side eye most times. <laughs> and even, even though I may not, do that these girls do yeah. and i have to kind of warn them like warn these people asking like this is may this will happen but like you know if you really love it just do you you know yeah, so would you say overall you're okay with it or is it if it's done in a respectful way it's okay so it's not a it's, is it still is it possible to get dreads and not it be kind of like a cultural appropriation that's the thing like it's it's so subversive because like you don't know you would, it's based off of sight like you will see a random person you don't know and you see that they have bra- braids or dreads and you don't know whether or not it's cultural appropriation or if they really want to embrace it but you know you, you just see the person and you never see them again so it's just like mm. how you don't really know what to yeah, think of them you can't talk to them and be like did you get this done by exactly. did you go to a black yeah, exactly. person exactly to get it done? oh yeah. yeah what's like how do you feel like you know where do you know what's behind this you know what it means because it was it like originally the the cornrow is like one type of braid right mm. it, i heard like it was actually it comes from a slavery background yeah so yeah. you know it's not just a hairstyle it's quite like a loaded exactly it has it's a heavy. lot of it's yeah, heavy. yeah yeah exactly that's yeah. why i and feel like you know like be just being like side note being black is like very diverse mm-hmm. so like for 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 an american like a hairstyle can mean something but like for an african just means like it's just a style and it's just culture and it's how you do it Mm -hmm. so that's why i feel like you know i'm all for like embrace the culture because like i feel like there is no much story to like my hairstyle it's Mm -hmm. just like something that's manageable something that i do yeah that's a personal thing yeah exactly that's why i feel like you know i'm all for like embrace the culture and like get the braids get it done Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like people always tell me like it's just hair it's just hair this that and like they don't really understand that it's more than just hair because oh and especially they've like there have been times where it's like uh they've thrown back in my face that like oh black people wear wigs you know wear <laughs> leaves they straighten their hair but they don't understand that there's little to no culture behind straight hair mm. but there's there's so much culture there's so much depth in cornrows and braids and dreads so it's it's just so it's so it's like mm. the topic of cultural appropriation is so it's so deep it's so heavy and there's no right answer to it there's no like yes no it's like it's just yeah, yeah. an opinionated thing because people mm-hmm. feel differently about it there's no answer to it yeah. there honestly is like i still have no solid ground on it. i don't find it completely dis- disrespectful but at the same time i'm not like oh all for it let's go yeah it's just kind of like it's it's a it very you know it varies it depends yeah, on like very device exactly yeah, exactly yeah yeah on the topic of white people kind of entering the kind of black culture sphere mm. how do you feel about black, white people speaking out about black lives matter mm-hmm. and like kind of having a you know like not maybe not just for sharing posts or whatever but like actually talking out about it themselves As what in, they think do you think should black people be given this stage or should it be an all-inclusive well not all-inclusive but should mm. everyone be in the conversation what are your thoughts on that that's that's a good question because like i feel like for the most part, when it comes down to experience, it's it should be a solely black thing. Like it should be a thing that mo- like black people speak about because we are the ones experiencing it. Like we're the race experiencing, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, white people have had things to share as well, 
like things they've seen, things they've heard, you know, things they think things that they find, you know, like opinions. You know, they can share their opinions and everything. You know, your voice is your voice, freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes down to experience, I don't want to say should be, mm -hmm. you know, should be um, <laughs> um, preserved. I don't know, like per seeing mm -hmm. preserved just sounds too... Like you should, it's left for only black people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just... what, from what you're saying, is it like that? It's not that it should be like a black only sort of sphere but mm. that because mm. white people haven't had the same experiences as black mm. they can't they, really they physically exactly mm. they can't can, you really just, like... can you just repeat that because white <laughs> was trash please no, not at all <laughs> what about you karen and you... like i have to say well the 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 black lives matter movement i feel like it should be very inclusive mm. no not like it should be very inclusive but it needs inclusivity is that a word mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. because like when you date back like the Black Lives Matter, from what I understand, it's like not only for like the Americans, the like Black Americans, it's like Black lives everywhere, and like you know, Black lives everywhere are are like facing like you know racism and stuff. Because when you think of like there are things that aren't spoken of, so let me give you an example. Uh, there is a lot of like exploitation of like Africans in like Middle Eastern countries, mm -hmm. and you know that's something that you don't really hear of, hear about, mm -hmm. you know like. People like especially in like East African countries like Uganda, Kenya, even in like the West, mm -hmm. they they take people from like Africa, take them to like these countries, really mistreat them, underpay them, and then because like you know they're regarded as less. Mm -hmm. So if we have like more people who can speak up, like more like even if yeah. we have like Middle Eastern people who can stand up for like Black people and like you know say this is how we treat these people, mm -hmm. this is how the people here are treated. Yeah, we have like more evidence, you know, but like. I feel like that's why we need inclusivity. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. if we have like the more evidence of these like atrocious things happening, then you know we we have like a more of a basis to say we need to stop. Mm. You know, th this is why we need equality. Mm -hmm. But like, if we make it, like we can't fight on our own. Exactly. That's yeah. the that's the thing because I don't know. People just need to include themselves and use like their. I don't want to say is it use their privilege? privilege? Yeah. To like you know just exactly. just say that this is wrong. Like we need. Like we we're all humans at the end of the day, and like it's a fight for you know yeah. like the hum the humanity again. Yeah. So that's why I think it needs as much inclusivity as yeah. there as there can we can get because this yeah, Black Lives Matter isn't just a movement for like black people to bring forward. It's for it, we're fighting. Everybody is fighting. It's human rights. Definitely, it's human rights. Yeah. We're all human beings. Like it's a human decency thing. It's not just like a, a like a black thing. Obviously, yes. It's about black lives because, you know, we're being treated differently because of the like, color you know, of our skin. But like, black lives? Like, there is no doubt about it. Like, for as long as I've lived, mm. there has always been that thing that, you know, black is at the bottom, you know? Yeah. yeah. So because of that, black lives, they're just not treated as with respect, mm -hmm. you know? Because mm -hmm. I have, like, so many stories like, and so many experiences that, you know, I can stand and say black like you know black people are not just treated as the same mm -hmm. before i'm afraid this might be our last question how would you what advice would you give to someone who's trying to be more anti-racist or because mm. you know like not everyone maybe likes posting on social media or you know like what are your advice and how to be to make you know ireland and you know like in general just be more mm. inclusive and anti-racist that's a good question <laughs> um i feel like like do not judge people as you know like you've seen you've just seen them you haven't even taken like time to know them mm -hmm. but then you just go on and like judge them as stupid because 
they don't speak your language exactly. or just judge them as because like they don't understand your slang exactly you know? exactly when i say something it takes you longer to understand because mm-hmm. you have to understand like people from different countries like we have like our own because like i feel like every time i spoke people never understood me mm-hmm. because you know i had such a strong african accent like ugandan accent mm-hmm. and i feel like every time i spoke when people said oh i can't hear you please like speak louder i was like okay is they're not understanding me and th- that kind of affected me like you know trying to speak to people so i was reluctant so what mm-hmm. i have to say is like you know this yeah. person was judging mm-hmm. just give people a chance mm-hmm. you know give people like their time they need because you don't know you just don't know like where they what they've been through exactly so and I, i guess just even like listening like listening to people and like what they have to say yeah. i think it goes a long way because like if you can give like an ear to someone then mm-hmm. that that you can make them feel like in, included mm-hmm. you know you make them feel listened to yeah. so that would be my advice because i can't be like oh go protest go yeah, you know, yeah. go to the white house and it's, change it's hard this. to do go to like things, the parliament yeah. what do you call the irish parliament the doyle go to the doyle and change this because <laughs> that's just Let's just yeah. be honest, that's yeah. not gonna... <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a little side in there, Karen, because, mm-hmm. like, as you said, like, you had quite a strong, like, Ugandan accent. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find, because one of the questions from our Instagram followers is, mm-hmm. um, is it ever, do you find people ever mock, like, a stereotypical African accent? Oh, or, yeah. <laughs> and if they do, how do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> I mean, if you do it well, then I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> that some people just, some people just don't do it well at all and i'm like stop it <laughs> and do you find is it like just a laugh like it's funny or is it like stop like it's annoying um like i i, I, I want to say it doesn't bother me too much but like if it's like i mean if it's some somebody that i'm kind of friendly with it doesn't bother me right mm-hmm. but then if it's somebody that like who doesn't really know me that well and like you know they're trying to just kind of yes yeah, so it kind it kind of it kind of comes up like annoying mm-hmm. but like i don't really mind it i feel like um the fact that like obviously when you hear something you know like you hear something appealing you kind of want to mimic it sometimes you know it's tempting you know and like you know I, like obviously like i've even I, i've taught some people how to you know say certain things in a nigerian accent as well because they've actually been genuinely curious like oh how do you say it like this or this way or like how do your mom speak and everything but um the way like some people like fight like there's like sorry it's just so like their soul humor is based off of like mocking the accent or, like not even like not when i say mocking i don't mean like mimicking it and just like out like, of, like belittling it exactly of, yeah. and i kind of I, sometimes you get you have people who add sounds like ooga booga and stuff like that like yeah. it's just like that's come just on right. that's just not right like <laughs> yeah. what the hell it's not like you're trying to like imitate it or just see what it sounds like yeah you're it's like you're trying to like make fun of it make fun make fun exactly yeah, yeah. exactly when people are making fun of it that's where it's just like no, it's no like, thanks no thanks yeah. because for so long i guess like black you know typical black accents are seen as inferior mm. making fun of them can be insulting exactly Is that exactly kind of yeah. what you're saying yeah so in conclusion what can we say racism race is complicated racism is <laughs> complicated is yeah. understatement of, yeah. oh god like having conversations um, with people about these kind of things like it's just so interesting but like i feel like with some people they look for an answer there is never an answer when it comes mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. like aspects of race and racism stereotype prejudice you know cultural pro- cu- oh, cultural appropriation there's never mm-hmm. an answer because it's so 
so many people have so many different things to say about it that like there's no one solution yeah, and they're all valid in their own you know they exactly make sense exactly the they all make sense like yeah. from like what i would say like race is definitely complicated like living in a is it what's cosmopolitan what does that mean i think it's like a kind of multicultural yeah living in a cosmopolitan world is so hard like sometimes like when i think about my future i'm like i'm just gonna go back home mm. where like we're all like you know ugandan like we're all one thing because mm. i can't handle being in a cosmopolitan society sometimes because like when you think of all these things like class and then that goes to mm. race and yeah. then it goes to like opportunities mm-hmm. and then it goes to all these different kind of things and then like when things are not going your way like you start thinking oh my god is it's this because happening because when the system isn't working for when, you yeah when yeah, the system isn't working for you like yeah. shit like is this happening because i'm um, this mm-hmm. or is it because yeah. like there are no opportunities available for me mm-hmm. so it's hard you know to like mm-hmm. know evaluate it, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's why sometimes i'm just like i'm just gonna go back home and yeah. you know go back to my country because it's stressful <laughs> because like well, you know the way you were saying, oh, is this because I'm this? Or, yeah. When you start thinking that, and if you voice this opinion, mm-hmm. people be like, oh, oh not, they're playing not the again. victim, not yeah. again. But it's like, you, you you yourself, you don't know. But do these not- things ever cross your mind, Anna, like as a white person? Like if yeah. something is not working for you, you're like, is it working because... I'm white? Mm, yeah. No, I mean, never, mm, never. Mm. I think it's just the way the system is that it mm. benefits white people. Like I benefit from it, you know, like yeah, that yeah. privilege. So mm. I never question it or complain yeah, you know because yeah. it's working for me but it's working at the cost of you know mm-hmm. having people who are not benefiting it yeah. from it you know yeah. i'm afraid i'm gonna have to wrap it up yeah. there oh. they were way over <laughs> but um, i just want to say thank you both so much for coming on the show it's wow. so thank you so much. lovely to just and just for both being so open as well because i know it's not an easy topic to talk about and it can be quite, you know, like emotional and like difficult and just being so candid, voicing your experiences and even like hearing you like maybe not disagree on some points was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just thank you so much. And also thank you to you, whoever is listening. This is just meant to be a chat. And I think, yeah, hopefully you've gained something if you've been listening that you, maybe you got a new insight into what it's like being black in Ireland or you, I don't know, found it entertaining or <laughs> hope you enjoyed. And thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh.